Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. What is going on? I'm so excited to be here. I've I've listened to you guys for two years. Um, I've I've listened to the podcast. I listen to you all the time. So it's so exciting uh, to get in touch with you and to be on as a guest. It's so nice. Well, we both follow you online. Sarah, start with start with how how you came to us. I know you guys like connected. I just, I, look, I, I adore you. And for anyone that doesn't follow, follow you, you popped off on TikTok. And I just, I love it. You just call out sort of the craziness of this world. You do amazing work in raising awareness for people that are anti-Semitic. And I just think it's a scary time. And by helping mm-hmm. our Jewish friends, it doesn't mean that you don't recognize that, of course, nobody wants war. We want peace yeah. everywhere. Everybody has the right to have a great place. But what is happening to Jewish people is scary. And mm-hmm. uh, your videos are just so poignant. I love the work. People should check you out if they don't. And you you just make it funny. I mean, you know, you're, you're you know, you talk about being gay and uh, just yeah. some of the and, and I think I think where I connect to you and then we'll get into our topics. But. I think we're all about being having people have rights, but some of this woke stuff has just gone so bananas. And I appreciate a voice like yours that I think you are completely for, I mean, everybody having rights and love and all that. But I think you see some of the (laughs) craziness that people, people are out there and uh, thank you for doing it. So I just, I love it. And I'm honored that you're even a fan of ours. Oh, of course. 
Yeah, I know. So, Thank um, you for so listening to us. Absolutely. I've been doing stand-up comedy for about 15 years. Um, I just recently moved to the United States. I'm Canadian, but I've been living in Europe for the past 12 years. So my career has mainly been in Europe. Um, and over the past few years, I've, I've uh, sort of been visiting Israel because I lived in Berlin and there were lots of Israelis that live in Berlin. And so I became friends with people from Israel and I started going and doing shows there. And I, I've built sort of a following there and made lots of Israeli friends. And uh, as the years went by, I sort of forgot that people had such a different concept of what life was like in Israel and uh, information about the conflict that they just don't really have. Um, and so after October 7th, I was just really shocked to see the reaction of some of my friends. Um, of course, like war is always a tragedy. We don't want war. We don't want civilians to be hurt in war. But it just sort of shocked me that people couldn't really grasp the fact that Hamas is a terrorist organization. It's not a resistance movement. It doesn't represent the Palestinian people. It oppresses the Palestinian people. It's like, it's a genocidal death cult. Like it's a sick, sick uh, group of psychopaths. And this war was started by them. It's not some sort of movement to free the Palestinian people. It's, it's a very um, scary thing. And so to see people's reactions to it after October 7th, like I was in Israel just a week before the attack and I had friends posting things like Palestine has the right to defend itself. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like if I had been there and I was kidnapped or murdered, would you think that was okay? Like this is terrorism. And so um, what I've learned over the past little while um, doing this advocacy is that there are basic facts about Israel that people do not know uh, and also that people are, un, are seem to be unwilling to learn. Um, you know, people think that Israel is this apartheid state. No, 20% of Israel is Arab, either Muslim or Christian. It's a multicultural society. All those people have equal rights in Israel. Um, you know, also in terms of colonialism, Israel is not a colonialist state. It's a refugee state. There's so many things that people have just completely um, misunderstood and misperceived about Israel. And that's because of a concerted effort to put out uh, misinformation. And, and it's scary. And what it's I've scary. learned is that anti-Semitism isn't like other sorts of forms of hate. Obviously, all hate, all prejudice is wrong, but anti-Semitism is special in the fact that it's very ancient. Like we're talking about two, th like thousands yes, and thousands of years Yes, when Christ was old. born. Yes, yes. And this has been, anti-Semitism is a tool. It's a tool that people use the same way the Nazis used it. It's a tool that people use for ideological changes. It's this kind of hate that's like a blinding hate. It gives people this roller coaster of hate. And it's both kicking down, but it's also kicking up. Anti-Semitic tropes are very conspiratorial. It's always this idea of why do the Jews, why are they so influential? 
Why do they have so much money? And it's and it's this very long-standing thing because for thousands of years, Jews have been persecuted. They try to kill them, and then they find a way to survive. If they're not allowed to, uh, you know, own land, if the only thing they can do is banking, then they succeed at banking. So all of these all of these barriers that Jews have had to go through for thousands of years has made them, you know, um, like successful. And that's one of the th things people say, like, you hate us because we're successful. But it's because it, it's like, and it just adds to this vicious cycle of hate that, that Jews find themselves in. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why Israel exists is that we need a place for Jewish people to be safe. Um, and so basically, this is something that a lot of people are thinking about, um, a lot of people are concerned about, a lot of people in Hollywood, a lot of people in media, they're terrified to talk about this because it's a scary topic. And, um, and the voices against uh, Israel and against Jews right now, um, it's, it's, very, it's very much intimidating, it's scary, and people have a lot of passion, a lot of rage for war. And yeah, I also don't want war, sure. but we have to understand that this war is not against the Palestinian people, it's against Hamas. And, um, and I think it's time that people start speaking up and uh, because this is only going to get worse. Uh, especially with social media and with TikTok, with the fact that we've created this algorithm that pushes people further into um, this algorithm and this echo chamber where they're only hearing information from people that they agree with. We have to, um, we have to acknowledge facts and we have to acknowledge reality and we have to um, taper down the extremism. Because extremism is really what ends up destroying societies. When we fracture and we only care about one group of people, that is when we become radicalized. I care about Palestinians. If you want to have an event, a charity event, anything, if you want to spread awareness, it, I, I, I applaud you. I would never in a million years do a counter protest to that. I, but when you sport when you support israel or support jews or talk about the hostages or talk about october 11 7th people are met with such a wave of hate and resistance and and it's not okay especially when it comes to the hostages there's 130 people who are being held hostage by terrorists and it's not okay we can't live in a society where terrorism is normal these this is people from 21 different countries, mm -hmm. five different religions. This is not just an Israeli issue. This is a global humanitarian crisis. And so I'm really trying my best to talk about the hostages, because if you want the war to end, you should also be supporting the hostages and calling for their release. So this is really, this should be a completely bipartisan issue and supporting the hostage families. Um, but these people have been met with dead silence. I am the only celebrity who would even do a press call. And I'm not even a celebrity. I like just moved to the United States. Well, wow. Michael Rappaport has been very outspoken and has got that a lot of true. hate. 
before we do get into all the Bravo there stuff, are people, which we're about but to get there into. needs to be there needs to be more. We need to support the hostage families, and we can't live in a society where terrorism is normalized. We can't. Absolutely. We're going to follow. I, 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 Thank you I agree with for you. that. Yes, we do. And and now, um, yes, we, we're totally with you and agree. And we appreciate that so much. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom. And I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. And be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. And um, now we get to switch gears and talk about Bravo. Yes. So you get to- you get Absolutely. To- <laughs> I mean, where where do we begin I with know, our Bravo? I mean, <laughs> Thank there's you so, so much. much. But yes, a yes to everything you said. I could not agree with it more. Yes. I am the actual Jewish person standing here. So I mean, it is a yes. I will. Yes. Yes and yes. Um, Do we have to start with Kyle and Morgan Wade today? Yes. Do, do we have to? Because I'm curious. Oh, these girls. If Daniel Ryan thinks that we are queer baited or not. But uh, but Kyle did, you know, obviously this past week, uh, Morgan removed pictures of the selfies of she and Kyle together. And uh, paparazzi caught up with Kyle this week in Beverly Hills. And Kyle says it's just because she's going to drop new music. A lot of artists do that. And that is why she's doing it. So I'm curious what you two think. 
Well, in general, I have a hard time understanding lesbian dynamics, but I think I'm a little confused because I think Kyle is confused. I think that um, I'm not entirely sure about the dynamic between them. I think that maybe sometimes women end up in this sort of uh, friendship that sort of blurs the line into romance. Mm, okay. And um, I, I think it might be in sort of this gray, confusing space. Um, but I do think that Kyle is not just platonically friends with her. Like, I do think oh. that they have... I absolutely the way she looks at her when she sings and it's clear to me that there is definitely something going on there. Um, but uh, I don't know like how far it's gone. I don't know if she's necessarily aware of it. That's the thing. Yeah, I just I, I'm just so over it. I, I really am just over this whole thing. I want this season of Beverly Hills to be over. Oh wow! Really? You you weren't into Merce well, in the purse <laughs> over in Barcelona? Okay, let me rephrase that. I'm into Merce in the purse. I have some shocking things to say about Anne Marie coming up. I'm very into drunk Erica. Yeah, but I am just I am just yeah. I don't think Kyle's really aware of it. I think whether something has happened or not, I think she's in love with her. I saw that video last week or whatever with TMZ where she's like, she has new music coming out. She has a new project. Every artist does that. I mean, Madonna did do it. She scraped her entire Instagram for the celebration oh, tour. All right. But I mean, give me a break. Okay. Give me a break. This is, I think these two know what they're doing. I think it's queer baiting. I think Kyle, like you said, I don't think she's aware of it. I think she's in love with her. And I just don't care anymore. I just literally, I'm really over it. I would yeah. rather talk about Kim and Croy, to, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, really? Oh, yes. Too. Ugh. Anything. Um. Okay, look, I still can't figure it out. So, I don't know. One day I think that they've hooked up. I do agree with you both that I think Kyle is in love with Morgan in some way, shape, or form. Um, I don't know. You know, we saw Nene Leakes do this. There's still rumors. I, I'm I actually, I just talked to a source um, this like a couple days ago who, who says that producers are talking to Nene about RHOA. I don't know. I mean... I don't know if that could be true, but Nini did the same thing with all her Bethany stuff and removed it, right? So maybe, but I, I do and then it was removed from Bethany's, right? I guess like if you post it and tag the person and then you archive it, like Morgan archived it, so I guess it's still there. And then I guess it's removed from the other persons. I mean, by the way, I don't know what source or where you read this, yeah, but what do you I think? do not think. No, I don't think Nene Lease can come back to RHOA. I just don't. She's By the way, radio, she's heading she's to Lifetime. She's a radio personality. Okay, okay. All right. Her, I don't know what's going on at Lifetime. Her and Denise Richards are in a new movie about, like, four killer housewives or something. Tom Sandoval has a Lifetime movie coming out. Ariana was in. I mean, Lifetime is just like, let me get a hold of these. But Nene Leakes in a scripted movie with Denise Richards? Sign me up. I mean, Me too. Up, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Good for Nene. I think she can work. And I think she's she just hosted what was that like Bad Girls Club reunion or some show that I don't really watch. I don't know who watches it, but good for Nene for getting work. But I just don't think it's going to be on Bravo on The Housewives. I really don't. Yeah, it's a real tricky thing when an actress or an actor sues a network. That, that's really uh, I've had friends fired from TV shows for being pregnant. And I told her, I told my friend, I was like, why wouldn't you sue them? And she was like, yeah, good luck. Like, I'd never work again in this city. 
So I, I don't know. I, I think I think there's potential for Nini, uh, especially in terms of um, like uh, creating something on her own. That's what we've always I think said. She's, I think she's strong enough to carry her own show. We've said the same thing, but when she was on um, Bethany's podcast, you know, she Nini is waiting for someone to come to her to produce that, to do that, because we said the same thing, like, do launch your own podcast. Like, that's the beauty. You don't need anybody. You could be self-distributing. She'd have the number one show. But it sounds to me like she either doesn't want to do that, doesn't know how to do that. She she feels that a network, and she said she's been approached by many networks to launch her own podcast, and then at the end of it, or right before they're supposed to do a deal, nothing happens. Right. Well, the is- deal is not much. The deal is like, prove yourself, and then there'll be money. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's how the yeah. podcast work, world works. What do you, okay, mm-hmm. but you you had said something about Anne Marie. So Anne Marie Wiley was on Watch What Happens Live this week. A lot of people talking about her. Um, okay, well, what do you think of that? I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Andy asked her about the anesthesiologists of America commenting on her, which she thought was fake at first because she's like, "Why is this big organization commenting on my my comments or my degrees?" Then the nurses, like, welcome to housewives. <laughs> nurses of anesthesiologists stood up for her. Uh, so that was—I thought that was like an interesting back and forth. And then she apparently says she doesn't want to hear the word esophagus ever again, and she has repeatedly apologized to Sutton. Thoughts, thoughts. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so I—I I think that anytime a housewife enters mid-season, it's a very tricky thing. It could go one way or the other. Sonia, I believe, entered mid-season, huge success. Catherine entered mid-season, did not go well. My buddy. Um, I th- I love Catherine too. I, I listen. She'll be the first. She'll be the first yeah. one to say I sucked as a housewife, David. You know? <laughs> I think that um, I think that she came in and tried to overcompensate, and she overplayed her hand. We didn't get enough character building. We didn't get to like her. We didn't get to see some of her vulnerabilities. Usually once we kind of like someone, then we can kind of accept them as being messy, a a bit of a villain, a bit of a bitch. But I think that she came in wanting to impress Kyle, wanting to get in there. For me, she kind of ruined the dinner party from hell number two. Like, it was way too much about her. I would have been happier if they had paid a little more for Camille Grammer to be in this season or allowed Denise or, you know, given Denise a little more, a couple more episodes. (laughs) I would have preferred one of the existing women that we already know as opposed to bringing in Anne-Marie. Camille, one, Camille. I, okay, go on. I'm the only one that Anne Marie doesn't bother me. I'm like, I, I don't even no, understand. No. This is my big revelation. You know, I just there's something about me when someone becomes an underdog. I start to really, I liked Diana Jenkins. I didn't hate her, and now, Ooh. okay, like might be a strong word. I don't think she was right for the show, but I really didn't hate her i have to say slowly now mind you Anne marie is on a press tour because she has done every interview in the entire world in the past two weeks so girlfriend is like her team is like get out there and get your name known she's slowly starting i think i've been too hard on Anne marie i That's told what you i, to say. I it, love Anne marie i actually think she has a chance of coming back i think she's doing the job 
Andy says, wait till the Spain trip. I mean, the Spain trip is coming on. So it helped her. Like, she's is in there. I do think she came in way too hot. I think she is thirsty to, to make her mark and have a moment. A little fame-hungry, probably, which I don't like. But she's slowly growing on me. She's slowly yeah. growing on me, this, this Anne-Marie. The more people hate her universally, the more I'm like, I'm starting to see. She's speaking up and she's doing the job. So I'm thinking maybe, Sarah, you maybe I'm starting to see your point of view on this one. I don't, I, look, I, I don't dislike her at all. And I mean, Sutton is, you know, Sutton gives people so much shit. She she does so many things where she like, you know, I mean, that famous scene where Dorit's just been robbed and, you know, she comes in and she goes, oh, but my clothes from Paris haven't arrived or some shit. I mean, it's like, right. is it really that terrible that Anne-Marie is questioning her eating and like you probably don't have a real esophagus thing? And we're never going to find out if that's true or not because clearly people don't have to disclose their health issues. I just, mm-hmm. I... I really hope she can – I hope she can bring a level of um, – you know, she has a high career, you know, a career that does take a lot of education, a lot of practice. And I feel like – I hope Anne-Marie can learn some lessons from the professor who – I think we wanted oh, the God. professor – I think we wanted the professor who? to stay. Professor. I think we wanted Wendy Osefo to sort of have like a level of – you know intellect right yeah. and i hope she did Anne-Marie season can... one right i hope Anne marie doesn't lose that uh as we go on want your life back order hungry root it's actually as simple as that truly hungry root is the best meal kit service i have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy.
Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. One thing I will give her credit for was that, to your points about Sutton, Sutton is, I feel like Sutton, Sutton gives a lot of shit, but she also gets a lot of shit because Sutton is authentically herself and yes. she's very easily rattled and they bully her. They know that they're going to get a reaction out of her because she is so authentic and in the moment and has no self-awareness she's not a calculated person like some of them kyle is a calculated person so i do and i think Anne marie is also calculated mm. but i like the fact that she switched her focus from sutton to crystal because crystal is like having a dynamic with crystal and having because crystal has a lot of um kyle in her Crystal has a lot of- um, She's calculated. Those, yeah, she's very calculated. She, I think she was like probably, well, anyway, I shouldn't say anything negative about Crystal. I love Crystal. But you I do say see- something negative about We trash no, everybody. I, <laughs> I do, yeah. I, I, I can see like the mean girl quality in her and her ability to uh, to put out information, to, to repeat things that other people said and sort of twisted a little bit and you know mis mis uh misportrayed what people said um and she's gossipy in that way so i'm glad that at least Anne marie uh, focused her attention on crystal in terms of stirring up some drama there is such a double standard though because like kyle just did some interview and they asked her they said well let's watch this it was erica's clip on watch what happens of saying like you know to Andy, I hope that you eviscerate everyone at the reunion. And she was talking about Kyle. And she's like, you eviscerated me when it was about Tom. And it really was towards Kyle. Kyle saw that and was like, uh, you know, okay. And I understand. And we did go hard. And I'm just like, well, if Sutton said this about you to Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens, that, you know, he she hopes you're eviscerated at the reunion. You have to answer for all this fake bullshit with Morgan and Mauricio and all this. You would be, this would be like World War Three if Sutton said this. Erica says it and Kyle's like, okay, well, you know, she's, yeah. she, she literally went on to say she's a great friend. She's been there for me. So it's like. I don't know. I don't even know what that's not even an answer to anything you just said. I just had I just had to get that yeah. off my chest. Okay. No, it's true. Erica gets away with a lot. She's having such a good season though. She is, yeah. I love she you. is. But she or she earned it. Mm -hmm. Uh but also um she uh redemption you know, season. It's a redemption season. What hilarious. It's yeah, go on. 
No, no, no. Finish, finish. Because I was going to say, now that we're talking about EJ, I wanted to see what you guys thought of um, Housewife and the Hustler Part 2. Well, I also just wanted to say about Anne-Marie, like, where are, other than the one initial scene, like, have her scenes alone been cut? And is she being phased out because of Marcus and all the, you know, allegations against him? Where are her alone scenes? Where are they? I mean, you think about it, you even see Crystal has her brother, she has Rob, and she has that. I mean, obviously, it's produced. They say to Crystal, okay, your housekeeper, she's interesting, throw her in there. Sutton, obviously, Avi. I mean, that's like so produced. I mean, he's real, but it's like, okay, this is your Sutton's all alone. What are we going to film you with a cat? Okay, let's film you with Avi. Where are her alone scenes? We get tons of Dorit and PK and Jaga. It's like, that is what's really strange to me of like, I don't know what happened to her alone scenes. I mean, to your point, Daniel, that's why we're not getting to know her. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's she's going the way of Diane Jenkins, I think. Wait, well, if that's the case, change this cast needs a change. I, 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 I think you do. It's listen. It's highly rated. The only thing higher rated right now than it is Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump got a one three. This got like a one one. I don't know. Maybe they won't change it up. I mean, here I go again, as usual, mid season making predictions. That I mean. What's the point of all that? All right, but, I have one more question, then then we'll yeah. do some other Beverly Hills stuff. But I'm what? like a little bored. I don't know. Go on. No, I agree. But I, for me, can I just say one thing? Yeah, I like please. the fact that it's a little more low risk this season. I'm yeah. happy with a nice light season, like something like a like a season. I needed a season six. It was getting so dark with Lisa Rinna. And when it comes to people's marriages and sister relationships where families are being broken up like it was so dark and and also the stuff with erica where it was getting into true crime almost i needed like a breather and and i'm okay with you know it's sort of for me this is like a reset season i I was just gonna say a reset that's a totally what yeah me too and like i do like a season where it's everyone wait crystal is fighting with emory right now wait Crystal's fighting with Dory. Like that's happening. Yeah. This is how ha- like I really like, you know, Erica and I mean um Sutton yeah, and Kyle we, they, are having a bonding moment. Yeah. Like they needed right? that alliance broken up. It was that that alliance was just awful. The the Kyle, Erica, Dorit, Rinna. It was just that that was they were all they were they were the mean girls of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I read and I love when like Erica's out at the classic cat with Sutton and Garcelle. Like I love when it just the dynamics change. So, yeah. But so what is this, Sarah? Well, Hus- no, Housewife just, and Hustler? I, uh, part two, yeah, yeah. Yes. T- t- OK, so part so part two is coming of this. Um, d- Daniel, did you watch yeah. part one, Housewife and the Hustler? Not only did I watch part one, I had a viewing party with 15 friends. In New York City and you did not I was living in I was living in Berlin at the time. Okay. So I was there and some of my friends didn't know what was happening. They were like, who are these of, people? I sprung it on them. But for me, Housewife and the Hustler, the, the first one was like, I was fascinated by it, but it was also very serious and very dark. Um, I like that this one seems to be a little more, we're getting more into... Like the first one was informative and it was about the victims and it was about how much pain Tom Girardi had inflicted on these people. But this one, I like that it's a little more sensational. It looks like it's going to be more about about Erica's role in it. 
um, and about her, her, like this is also the fact that she participated in it is part of this PR strategy to rehabilitate her image. Okay, but this and is so- my question to both of you. You know, you're, Daniel, you're in the entertainment business too. I mean, doesn't this seem odd? I mean, she, first of all, Erica must be getting paid, right? I mean, to do this, she's sitting down with the victims. And how did she get in touch? Is anyone else confused? Like, how did she get in touch no. with the producers? That The first half, yeah. they pretty much make her look like guilty with Tom and how awful Tom is. And they add on to all of her misery of what maybe she knew or didn't know. And then now it's like she's suddenly going to, I mean, she's sitting down at the table. I don't know what to say. I want to hear you. I mean, wait, is anyone else like lost how we got yeah. here? She, um, so I had heard some podcast interviews with one of the ladies who um, is uh, advocating for the victims. She's okay. been on Heather McDonald's podcast. She's going to be so- on another podcast that you know very well. Soon. Oh, possibly. <laughs> but but Sarah's Erica, like, what? Erica uh, made an effort to reach so out. So forget about story. Heather McDonald. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. It's okay. But, it's okay. but Erica has, has been trying to, and I think, I don't know if this is necessarily a strategy or as if, it's something that she wants to do just for her own, like, you know, for her own spiritual sake, but she's been making an effort to reach out to these people and try to have some sort of, um, I, the thing is, I, what I'm not sure about is how much of it was her legal team holding her back from doing that. Well, that's a good you're, point. Too. You're just way, listen, I have nothing against Erica, but I mean, I have to be honest, you know, I take no sides. This is why people call me a flip flopper. I just don't think it's the legal team. I think it's like, I don't buy it. I think this was, look, I mean, I was in the Randall scandal. Lala was in that. It is different, but I mean, I can tell you she got paid. So yes, Erica got paid for this. I think it's all, I don't feel any authenticity from Erica in meeting the victims, promising all sorts of things. I mean, there's a camera there. Here's the question, which maybe we'll get answered soon on a podcast. I mean, has Erica followed up? Has was there promises yeah. made to the victims to have you accomplished all these things? Really? No. What? What was that? I just think it's. Uh, I just. I don't think it's authentic. That's just me. Well, she. I she did don't. say. What were the famous words? I don't give a about anyone else but me. You could swear. She it's said it. She said it. My EJ, I I love uh, Daniel. Are you a fan? I'm I'm a huge fan of EJ's. I just I loved- I was I was initially. I think that she can get into a very dark headspace, uh, and she can be very cruel sometimes. And she like Catherine Edwards said this once, where she does this sort of like I'm on broad, like almost like this uh, May West kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. just that is exactly falls, what Catherine. Where it just kind of it falls so flat, and and it just doesn't work. But uh, but at the same time, I'm a gay man, and we love you know a comeback story. We love an exaggerated diva. There there are things that I think about her. I think she has aspects to her that are fantastic. This is, we, we don't live in a world where everyone is a Disney character, where they're entirely good and entirely evil. Yeah, that's true. So, um, you know, so, so that is what it is. And I think she's definitely a captivating person. And I've enjoyed watching her on the show. I just hope- my, my gayness takes over with Erica sometimes <sighs> yeah, too. It definitely. does. It just like, I have blinders on. I'm just like, oh. fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> I know. 
you and just then I come back. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like mixed on Erica a lot. In yeah. Barcelona, I, I just... hope. I think it'll be a good. It'll that'll be a, a TV movie or a, a limited series. I would like to watch the Girardis. Oh, me too. me too. Well, you're going to get to watch a limited series about her in Vegas. I mean, I went to the Vegas show. I mean, they're, they're bringing it to Bravo. I think it's like two, three episodes, four episodes. Wow. There he is, Daniel Ryan Spaulding. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And it's even more fun to find out that someone you admire their comedy online is then a fan of yours and loves Housewives. Uh, Daniel will be back with us tomorrow. David Yontif, Daniel Ryan Spaulding, and I break down breaking news about RHONY is the new season casting everything we know about housewife and the hustler part two and Erica's much anticipated meeting with the victims of Tom Girardi Uh, David has some inside scoop on that and then of course more RHOBHT including could Rena be back or a Melrose Place star former Melrose Place star joining the cast that's tomorrow on TSFS bye everybody